Would you like to play this board game we just bought, the yard sale? What was it called again? The initiative. Are we talking about some kind of Jumanji situation here? Uh, I think we're gonna be fine. All right, well let's go and let's give this game a play. Welcome to Board with Family Games. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, Oscar. And every couple of weeks, we come to you to share one of the games that we love to play as a family in hopes that you will want to play it with your family and friends. Please follow us on our website, boardwithfamilygames.com. That's B-O-A-R-D with familygames.com. On our website, you can find links to the game, links to our podcast, opportunities to review and donate to us as well. So... Oscar, what are we going to be playing this week? Um, the initiative. All right, and so it's actually the scribble initiative because the, the second word in the game is all crossed out, huh? Yes, and there's also two levels of the game. There's the key, which is kind of like the game inside the game, and then there's what we like to call the initiative, which is like figuring out the clues given by the key. Okay, so there is a whole story here, a campaign, as you're trying to explore the world of the initiative and the game of the key at the same time. It's a real neat setup, and we'll explain more about how that works after a word from our sponsors. Please stay with us to learn more about the initiative by Unexpected Games. We would love for you to sponsor us. So if you're interested in board games, please sponsor us and... We'll be trying to probably sell some board games for anyone who's interested in them. And just contact us at our website, Board with Family Games. That's B-O-A-R-D with FamilyGames.com. And just contact us and... Sponsorships would include an ad spot right here on our podcast every week. We'd love to have you join us. As we start talking a little bit more about the initiative, I do want to give everybody the heads up that this will be an entirely spoiler-free review. Anything that's on our website about the game or that we are going to share here is basically what you would learn as you started to play the first round of the game. Um, We love things to be a surprise. We love things to be a secret in our family, and so we don't want to take any of that joy away from you. Um, so as we said, there are these two layers to the game. There is a story that is told through a comic book that comes with the game. And that's kind of your kickoff to the campaign. It's a 14, maybe 15 mission campaign that you are exploring. And you're through this learning about the characters that did exactly what um, Oscar and I pretended to do at the beginning of the game, which is find this game at a yard sale. And then the mystery that unfolds from there. So, Oscar, why don't you talk a little bit about these two games and what the purpose of each is? So, the first part is the key, as we like to call it, which is like the gameplay. And so in the comic book, they literally find this... The game called The Key. And each mission in the initiative, while in the board game, it is when they're playing a mission in, um, in the key, on the key. 
So basically, the initiative, when you're playing in the initiative, you're basically playing the key. So, the, you know, as we keep saying this in the initiative, you're imagining that you're one of these four kids who found this board game, the key, and then you're playing the board game, the, the key, key, to move the um, entire mission forward. So um, what kind of things are you doing when you're playing the key? Um, just broad outline. What's it? What are you trying to do? Um, you're trying to gather little tokens and solve riddles. Okay, so you've got this little board that's um, going to open more, um, and you'll learn bits and pieces of the um, code for that level, and there's going to be some answer. And so you have to go through and find an answer. It starts out really easy but then gets much more difficult as you go um, forward. And then how does this, what happens as you get into the initiative? How's, what's the purpose of that? Well, in the key, when you complete a mission, you can, well, before you play a mission, you always read a page or, or a couple pages in the book. But, and then... Playing in the game, playing the key, you get at the end. You can gain things like secrets, or really, it's possible you just get nothing. Mm -hmm. But you can gain secrets, which then allow you to play more and advance farther in the game. Okay, so these secret cards give you some bit of information, and that is what advances the main storyline, the campaign of the initiative. I will say we are not quite done. We wanted to do this review while it was still fresh in our minds, but we've been really enjoying these, the mix between understanding the overall story, but then the little um, puzzles that you're trying to solve in the key itself. It's um, been really great for us. In the box, there's a game board with two sides, a rule sheet, one comic book, five action cards, four character cards, mission cards, resource cards, secret cards, standees, and tokens. Yep. And one of the things that's kind of interesting is you're going to see right away as you start playing the game that you've got some components and you don't even know what to do with them. They're not in the rules, are they? No. As the game progresses, you're going to learn more, find more things, and it'll start to make more sense. Why don't you talk through what the, the mission console, as it's called, in the key? So it's a large panel-looking thing, and you click in these little tabs, and that's how you and you and that's desperate, actually desperately needed to play the game. And you'll just slide a mission card in. And then you can play, and then as long as all the windows are down, you can play the game. All right, so you're going to see this mission card. You're going to be looking at a bunch of little symbols, and then you're going to have to go out and find the, those, little, symbols. the little symbols so that you can un unlock it. It's a um, great way, and then you're going to find some kind of answer to a puzzle. As I said at the beginning, they're very simple, straightforward. Later on, they become much more complicated. Um the with the characters, great diversity. You see a lot of range. You know, you've got 
only four characters, but they worked hard to make sure that you um, saw a representation of different um, skin colors, body types, personalities. It was they really did a nice job on trying to make this game very inclusive. In order to set up the game, you have these little tokens and you have to shuffle them all up. And then you look at the back of the mission card you're playing and you put those tokens down where they're supposed to be. All right. So you've got on the mission card, you'll see a representation of the board. And then these tokens, they'll just tell you how many to put in which spot. And one of the things we learned is that you the possibly the hardest thing about setting up is just making sure that you don't spoil the secret, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to, like, put the card in and realize, oh, wait, we have the windows up instead of down and be like, uh-oh. Yep, so we're really methodical in our setting up, so that might uh, make it take a little bit longer, but it's still not too long to play, right? No, I mean, all you have to do is shuffle up some tokens, place them, read a page or two, maybe decipher a clue and then you can start playing. Yep. So you can get, you can get into this pretty quickly though. I will say that, you know, again, with these two layers, sometimes um, we'll sit down and be ready to start setting up the board and realize we have, we have to do some um, deciphering and figuring out outside of the key right, right off the bat, huh? Yeah. And so that's kind of a neat thing. I will tell you, we have lots of little pieces of paper flying around our house right now because we've been taking notes and trying to figure things out as we go. Um, through the game. So, Oscar, why don't you talk a little bit about the gameplay, specifically of the key? How does that work? So, you go through turns, and you each person takes a turn where they play cards, discarding them, placing them, and that allows them to do actions. And they move around collecting tokens, revealing tokens, trying to figure it out, and then each person finishes their turn, they draw the number of cards they played that turn, and then it goes on to the next person. All right, so you have some basic actions you can run, you can gather that intel that's sitting out there. You can intel. So that means searching a different room far away so you can see if you want to go there because you can find out if there's something you need. And then there's traps too, right? Yeah, I mean... You can run into a place, gather, and realize, oh, wait, there's a security camera. Now we're wasting some cards. Okay, so that's generally the um, punishment in the game from anything is um, losing some of the cards. And why are, why is this deck of cards so important in the concept of the game? Because when you run out of cards, you shuffle in these time cards. And if you reveal three time cards, or I should say three watches... You lose the game, and you don't have a chance to solve the puzzle. Okay, so this is one of the key parts of the game, is this puzzle that's there. As soon as you run out of time, and not literal time, it's time as in these time cards, then you're in trouble. So you go through the deck once, everybody gets to, um, everybody's safe, then you go into peril, and you're going a little bit more slowly. And so... We've had to work as a family very carefully to figure out what we want to do so that we are going to get enough of the clues so that we can hopefully solve the um, riddle. Yeah, but 
if you fail to solve the riddle and reveal it, you've lost. Yeah, so you have to be real careful. We The way we typically play it is, you know, we're trying to be good, get as many of the symbols figured out as we can early, and then when we go into pair, when those time cards are shuffled into the deck, we slow down, we try to be really careful, and then as soon as we think we're in trouble, we will just stop and see if we can figure out the um the answer if we haven't already understood it. And honestly, here's what I've got to say. We normally stop and are like, we're in trouble when we find one watch. And then we solve it. So I'm, so this is just something that I'm going to say. I don't think we're, we need to do that. But it can be, <laughs> it could be saving us yeah. from losing the game. Well, exactly. And so what, you know, um, Oscar's mother and I were cautious and we want to hold off and see if we can solve the puzzle, if we can solve the puzzle. And so we try to make Oscar wait, even though he's ready to keep barreling ahead. <laughs> really? I, I normally stop drawing cards unless I absolutely have to and start. And normally we just like make a run for the last couple glyphs we have left yeah. and then we figure it out once we have them. All right. So, we, you know, in, in the end, we, you'll spend some time then trying to figure it out. As I said, early on, it's very straightforward. Later on, it gets much harder. We, um, one of the rules we've put in as a household is that we now only play one mission at a time. The only time we failed a mission was when we... We played two. We played two in a row, and we were tired as we were playing that second round, and we didn't think things through quite as much as we could have. We thought we had the answer. We answered it. We were wrong. And we looked and we just kind of smacked ourselves because it was, we we should have had it. So in the, um, you know, this is something that, you know, I give you a heads up on, you know, consider playing one round, setting it aside, coming back to it the next day. Visit B-O-A-R-D with familygames.com for more information on this and other games. While the, Key itself is not a terribly complex game. The complexity of the game really comes in the form of the puzzles that you're solving both in the game, the key, and more widely in the initiative as you're reading the comic book. But what's been great is we've really found that everybody's been able to contribute. I know that I was a little nervous as we started playing that um, Oscar's mother and I would run off and try to answer things and um, Oscar might not be there, but he's figured puzzles out before us many times. One of the things we try to do is, um, especially if we solve a puzzle really quickly, we try to hang back so that the other people can figure it out themselves before they go. But every puzzle feels like you'll be able to solve it eventually. Sometimes we've been stuck for a little while, but you're always able to solve that puzzle. We can always figure it out. Another thing that we always like to talk about in this podcast is, you know, when we're thinking about the how this game will play in our family, is it going to cause problems in the family or is everybody going to be able to, in this case, work together or is it going to be fun? So what do you think? Um, how has this game been for causing problems as a, in our family? Um, normally, there's not much strife for at least family wise because. It's a cooperative game, so it's never really hard. It's always hard to get have some strife 
And I just say it's a great game if you do not want to have much anger at each other. Right, exactly. You know, the only time I think we got a little frustrated was um, Oscar wanted us to um, get a hint because there was an opportunity to get a hint. And his mother and I didn't want to. We were having a lot of trouble. But then I solved the puzzle a few minutes later. Yeah, so the guy who was trying to argue that we should get the hint, he ended up solving it. That was um, a great moment, though. And again, that's one of the ways we learned that playing one at a time, you're going to you know, get mentally tired as you're trying to solve these puzzles. So play one mission, take a break before you come back. So... Number of, or for the number of players, as you know, we always say in this uh, podcast, there's three of us, and so three people are playing. That's worked really well for us. We are able to um, work together. There's teamwork. But one of the things that we've also seen is that this looks like a really great game to play at, with two people or even one, right? Yes, because it should level out nicely by, for each number of players. Yeah, when you have... Three players, you have, um, you're going through cards more quickly because there's three of you. But when you have one player, you're going to go more slowly because you're only one player drawing cards. So it works really well. Definitely don't feel the need for four players, but I think it would work well with four also. So for whatever size your family is, as long as it's not more than four because there are not more than four characters, then I think this game would play very well for you. Um, there are 14 missions, as we said in the initiative, but there are 41 mission cards. So there's a promise in the game that there will be more to do after you complete the campaign of the initiative. But we haven't learned what that is yet because we're not quite there. So, you know, we've definitely spent a lot of time at this point. Um, each gameplay is about an hour. We're on going out or we finish mission 13. So we've been spending about 13 hours on this game. It's been great. We've really enjoyed it, and I'm excited to see what comes after we um, finish the uh, or the campaign. For storage and protection, it comes in a good size box. The pieces fit nicely. We have sleeved these. You're shuffling up the cards pretty often, so having the cards sleeved is very helpful. I would strongly recommend it as you're playing this game because um, it'll keep them in good shape for you. And expand. There's not any expansions, but this game is quite new. There's hopefully going to be some, but we don't know quite yet. Yeah, so this game just came out fairly, or came out recently. There are, after that campaign's done, there's not another campaign that you can go through, but hopefully there'll be something added at a later point, or maybe just a sequel altogether where you can get a new game and learn more about the world of the initiative. Overall, what do you think, Oscar? What what's your what's your takeaway for the initiative and what should people should be thinking about it? I would definitely recommend it. Again, this is an amazing game. You should definitely play it. Yeah. It's immersive. You're, you know, spending time in the box, outside the box, on the table, all over the place trying to understand this world. Everything seems fair game except the internet because that is clearly labeled as not something you're allowed to use as you're solving the problem or the puzzles. But it feels bigger than this game because of this great comic book that you're reading, learning about the characters. It's just a lot of fun. I, I've really enjoyed playing this game. So, yes, I would definitely recommend that you um, pick it up for your family, especially if you like puzzles and um, escape rooms. This is the game for you.
That's all we have for a review of the initiative by Unexpected Games. Please um, follow or continue to follow our podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Review us. Um, that's going to help more people find this podcast. And then visit our website, boardwithfamilygames.com. That's B-O-A-R-D with familygames.com. And on our website, you can find links to this game, links to other podcasts that we've um, done, some of the great things that we like to um, have for playing games, sleeves, etc., as well as an opportunity to donate and continue to support this podcast. So thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, Oscar. Bye.